Hey, hey, and welcome to Process, a podcast where we have honest conversations about what it takes to manage the ups and downs of a creative journey. I'm Marcela Chamorro, your host. My guest today is Steve Camp, founder of a fitness website called Nerd Fitness. Can you guess what it's about and who it's for? Yup, <laughs> it's a website that helps nerds learn about fitness. Over the last few years, Steve has grown Nerd Fitness to an incredible community of hundreds of thousands of people getting fit together. Nerd Fitness offers courses, a summer camp-like event, and more, all dedicated to helping nerds get fit. I invited Steve to be on the show because I've personally watched him grow from being a writer to being a boss and now an author. Steve just published his book called Level Up Your Life, and I want to ask him about what the creative process was like for him and why he chose fitness as a way to get people to level up their lives. Let's get to it. Steve, it's awesome to have you on Process. Steve, welcome to Process. Thanks so much for being on the show. Thanks so much for having me. It's, uh, we met however many years ago, and it's good to, good to connect once again. It's been ooh, many, many years, and I, I have to admit to readers, you do run a fitness site, but the last time I saw you, I'm pretty sure you were eating hot dogs and slamming a beer. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, I might have been slamming a beer. I'm not sure about that hot dog, but I do promise and preach the idea of healthy balance and occasionally eating things or drinking things that maybe don't fit into your normal schedule too. So I try I to practice it. But I, yeah. I love it. I love it. You're like, you know what? I'm on vacation. We were at a conference. and uh, But yeah, so tell everybody a little bit about Nerd Fitness. Uh, you started at a pretty young age. How has that been? I mean, how old were you when you launched Nerd Fitness? Sure. I started Nerd Fitness. I want to say I was 24 or 25. And I've been working a full-time job. But I had also had this idea on the side that was like, man, I, you know, I've, I feel like I've made all the mistakes that everybody makes when they're trying to get healthy and had kind of found my path to success there. And I wanted to save everybody else the years of mistakes and frustration that I went through. I didn't want to just help everybody in fitness. That's a, that's a quick path to helping nobody. I wanted to help a specific group of people that I could relate to and, and I could have some fun writing things about. So it just made sense for me to and I built my own computer. I love playing video games. I had read Lord of the Rings a half a dozen times and Harry Potter and things like that. So I was like, why don't I help specifically nerds that are brand new to getting fit? And I Googled nerd fitness and nothing popped up. So I bought nerdfitness.com. And I guess it is right around 2000. Uh, I was about 24, 25. So this is in 2009, 2008, end of 2008-ish. And just started writing articles. And since then, it has slowly and steadily grown in size and influence and now we have pretty thriving community from people from all over the world that are helping each other get fit and uh, to use the tagline from the site and both the book I just wrote help them help each other level up their lives. So at this point were you already would you consider yourself fit when you started this or were you actually on that same journey as uh, your readers? That's a great question. I, I like to think I was a few steps ahead of my readers. So I certainly wouldn't have considered myself a fitness expert. And even today, I don't, even though I've been running a fitness site now for eight years or seven and a half years, something like that. I most, I think most importantly, considered myself a student of health and fitness. And if I was on a, you know, on a scale of one to 10, 10 being an expert, I probably saw myself as a four or a five. But that gave me an opportunity to help out the ones and twos and threes that were brand new to health and fitness. So I could write to them from the perspective of, hey, I'm just like you. I'm in the trenches with you. I work a desk job. I like to play video games as well. I spend a lot of my time reading. 
But I have also found a way to to stay fit. So I, I've since, uh, I would like to say, increased my knowledge from what's from a four to a five to now, uh, I don't know, let's say maybe a seven or an eight. Um, there's always more things to learn. There's always things to be working on. But now it's I'm still consistently learning new things and and continuing my own personal journey to to getting more fit. Just my goals have have shifted uh, pretty drastically actually from where I started with myself personally. So it's been fun to kind of evolve my message and and take the things that I have learned and and experimented on myself with and and then share that information with with the audience. I mean, it's interesting that you say that because it sounds like you're experimenting or you have been experimenting for years, not just with fitness, but I mean, you turn this into a business. And I find that most people who kind of, you know, do business online, they start with some other project. Maybe it fails. They start something else. They start something else. And then eventually kind of land on that project that allows them to pay the bills and then, you know, travel and more. But it sounds like this happened for you right off the bat. Maybe not you launched it and were paying the bills with it. You mentioned you still had a desk job. But it do you think that the success of nerd fitness, apart from you know, like having a great audience that you know you you hit it like nerds who want to get fit, but at the same time you didn't stop and you just were consistent with that site? Do you think that's part of the reason why it's grown to such a huge scale? Yeah, that's that's a that's a great question and a really fun way to put it. So when I started, I wasn't sure exactly what I was doing. I, I went I went about the approach of uh, you know when I started nerdfitness.com. It wasn't like, okay, I got it. I'm going to buy Nerd Fitness. I'm going to make a fitness DVD. And then I'm going to buy Facebook ads and market this thing. It's like that. Who knows who's going to buy it? I don't have any money. I was working a job that wasn't paying me very well, although it was quite a bit of fun. So instead, I just focus on getting as many people as I could together in the same spot. And I just started writing articles and saying like, hey, I'd love for you to check out Nerd Fitness. If you're here and reading, what are some questions I can answer? And what is something that I haven't written yet that you'd like me to write about? So over the course of, I think it was 18 months of writing, Nerd Fitness started to take take shape. And during those 18 months, I was still working the day job. I was just working on Nerd Fitness at night. You know, it was kind of like I was a superhero and my alter ego was leader of Nerd Fitness. And my day job was, you know, a marketing assistant at a, at a company in Atlanta. And although many people start a business and then move on to the next one and they finally find that thing that works for them, I knew honestly from my first email that I got from a reader that was like, hey man, I really like your website and I'm, I'm down 10 pounds as a result of it. Like as soon as I got that email, maybe a month or two in, I was like, this is it. I don't know how long it's going to take. I have no idea how I'm going to make money with it. But I know this is a group of people that I want to help and it's a group of people that I feel really excited to be a part of and it makes me feel good to know that their lives are now better as a result of stumbling across it. So over those 18 months, it was just consistently trying to find new people and help people in different ways. And then I started asking them, like, what is your biggest pain point and what is something I can provide to you in order for me to help turn this into a business? And everybody repeatedly said things just like, just tell me how to work out and tell me exactly what to do and I will do it. So after 18 months, I finally put out my first ebook and I was like, hey guys, hopefully, hopefully you want to support the website. Up until now, I've never asked for anything, but I've had a lot of people ask for this. So I would love to share with you this ebook I put together with workout plans and diet advice and pick it up. It comes with a lifetime money back guarantee. Hopefully it helps you reach your goals and manage to sell enough of those to actually make the decision to really focus on nerd fitness full time. 
Oh, actually, I quit the day job about two weeks before I put the ebook out, and uh, because I knew I knew this was my future, and after having worked on it for so long, I was like, I will find a way. If it's not this ebook, I will pick up side jobs and uh, move onto a friend's couch or do whatever I have to until this becomes my sole source of income. And fortunately, that first ebook came out, bought me enough income to get me through the next six weeks. And in those six weeks, now that I could focus full time on nerd fitness allowed it to slowly scale and grow from there to now it's at a point where I have eight full-time team members. Like I said, I have this book that just came out and uh, it's turned into this, this pretty strong movement, which is far beyond anything I ever could have imagined. And, and I love seeing all, I'm going to admit that my favorite posts are the transformation posts, but um, let's talk a little bit about why you decided to write a book. So obviously when you started the blog, you know, you're, you're writing, but to write a book is a different beast. Why did you decide to kind of package this in that way? Because I know with Nerd Fitness, you've got, you know, you've got courses, you've got eBooks, kind of like workout plans and stuff like that. And you've got Camp Nerd Fitness. So it's an actual, you know, event. Why branch out into book writing? Great question. It's funny. I never saw myself as a writer. It wasn't something I was, I was interested in. The only but time I'd ever done it. Well, it's funny. Well, it's but I never. Thank you very much. First of all, secondly, just in, in college, the only thing I ever wrote was the term papers that were assigned to me, and because I was writing things that were assigned to me, I never really had any fun with it. it wasn't That's until hilarious I, because your posts <laughs> make me crack up. Like you're really funny in your writing, and thank you. and so it's just interesting that you say that you never had fun with it because. It seems like you have fun writing every single post. Well, now I have. Now that I'm writing nerd fitness articles, I have fun. And it wasn't till until I had started writing articles for nerd fitness that I was like, oh, when I'm writing about things that actually excite me and interest me, and I can write about them in the from the perspective of myself and write about them almost conversationally, I can have a lot of fun with this. And and that's when my my love of writing came in. And now, honestly, I consider myself a writer more than anything else. And Never, ever saw that happening really until, until Nerd Fitness had began. So I was always intrigued at the idea of writing a book and I just, I never really worked up the courage or took the time to define what that book should be. Everybody's like, dude, just write a book called Nerd Fitness and take the best material from Nerd Fitness and, and put that out the repackage door. Repackage it. Repackage it and just put it out the door and there, you've written a book. I was like, but that doesn't, that doesn't excite me. And so that would, that would have been writing the book for the wrong reason. And honestly, the first time I ever talked to the book agent was three years, two and a half years actually, before I had finally signed the deal for this current book. And I just stayed in touch with him. And he was a friend of mine, or you know, he had, a friend of mine had written a book and it was his agent. So he was, he was very nice and, and he's like, dude, don't write the book that you don't want or don't, don't write something if you're not interested in it. Wait until that idea comes along that you are fired up about. And for me, after seven years of running Nerd Fitness, or at the time when I started writing the book, it was about five years, my life had changed drastically. I'd kind of found my, found my path. Not only that, but I felt, felt like I had found a good balance, work and fun and adventure and, and learning and, and things like that. And that's the message I wanted to write. I wanted to encourage people and show them like, hey, even if you have a normal desk job or even if you spend most of your time at a computer there are some very specific steps you can take to start transforming your life into something that you're really proud of and filling it up with stories or adventures or interesting things that, that you will look back on 
40, 50 years from now, it's like, remember the time we did that? Or I'm so thankful I had this experience and this opportunity. And I just got really excited about that idea. And that was the book I ended up writing, which is you know now called Level Up Your Life. So part of it is fitness-based, but I think more importantly, it's a book about helping people do the things they've always wanted to do, but have always said, I'll get to it when I'm less busy, or I'll get to it someday, or I will do it eventually. So it's helping people remove those words from their vocabulary, kind of turn their life into an adventure or turn their life into a game or movie, and then providing them with very specific steps and action items to actually make those things happen. So this is, I'm going to ask you something for personal research, as I (laughs) sometimes do on this podcast. How did you, and I know that there were probably people asking you to write a book or, you know, to create more. I feel like when you have a very engaged audience, they just want more and more and more. How did you kind of convince yourself to write a book in a, in a time when there are so many books out there, not necessarily that speak to everyone, but you, you know what I'm saying? That it might be like a mental block where, you know, I know that you're a fan of Tim Ferriss, right? Or yes, back absolutely. In the day. Yeah. So time. sometimes it's hard for me personally to say, all right, I'm going to write a book on mindfulness for creators for, you know, and then it's like, you know, but there's so much out there. How do I do this to make it different? Or should I just write it no matter what, whether it's different or not, because I know that it might affect or reach one person that these other books don't reach. How do you feel about that? Sure. Well, I think back to when I started nerd fitness, there were already, I have to imagine tens of you know, millions upon millions of fitness websites out there. And I'm sure if you, if I had signed up for an online course on internet marketing or building an online business, they probably all would have said the same thing. Don't even bother entering the fitness niche. It's way too crowded and you're never going to be able to stand out. And that's like, you know, what, what are you, what, what are you thinking? And I fortunately was ignorant enough to not know how crowded the industry was and kind of how much of an uphill battle I had and then just went about doing it. And it's because I specifically catered to a very small subset of the fitness fitness population. Actually, I, I feel like I, I catered to a group of people that were not even actually interested in fitness. They maybe had ideas that they should be getting fit, but they weren't sure how. And that's where nerd fitness really shines. So when it came to the book, you know, there's already a bazillion personal development books out there. But I thought the same thing. Like I thought I had a unique way to package this information and you know, share these, these time-tested opportunities or time-tested uh, strategies to living a better life and write it for us, an audience that has, has up until that point been underserved. And it's funny. You know, I wrote the book having not done a tremendous amount of research into personal development or uh, reading a, a ton of books in that, in that spectrum. And it wasn't until after I'd started nerd fitness and, you know, people that had behavioral psychology degrees were like, Hey, I love how you're presenting these ideas that we've come up that are, you know, really strong in behavioral psychology and presenting them with a Lord of the Rings metaphor or Harry X-Men. Potter. And I was like, Oh, it's like, Oh yeah. Or X-Men or whatever it may be. I'm like, Oh, that's really good to hear that this information is backed by scientific research. I just wanted to write it in the way that I did because it's helped me and I know it has helped a lot of other people. So for the book, I, I you know, I did did the research and jumped into some things. And I was like, you know what, there's just because there's another book out there that tells people how to be more productive with their time or 
help them travel or how to get fit. It's like, I think I have a unique way of presenting that information. Whereas now actually you go to levelupyourlife.com and create a character and create your list of things you're looking to accomplish, assign experience point values to them and actually level up a character as you are completing these tasks and missions and truly looking at your life as if it were a game or looking at your life as if you were the star in an action movie. So, you know, just because there's other people doing something that you have done, I don't look at it necessarily as a, oh, they've done it, so I shouldn't, but rather as a, hey, clearly there's a market for this stuff and there's people that need a lot of help. I bet if I come at this from a unique angle, there's going to be a group of people that are currently underserved that I can help in a unique way and share my message with the world that otherwise wouldn't have got out there. I love it. I love it. And, and thank you for my personal research. Um, <laughs> You're certainly welcome. So are you, I mean, when you, you don't need to buy your own book, but you can create a character on levelupyourlife.com. What are you currently working on in terms of workouts and, and, and everything else, like you mentioned? Ooh, you know, how great, are you great question. Pushing uh, your own well, limits. It's funny. So the, I like to think that you know, I, years ago when I started, when I quit and made nerd fitness full time, I created this thing called my epic quest of awesome. And that was my kind of gamified bucket list, which is now, like I said, you can do at uh, the, the book's website. And back then it was very, very focused on adventures I could have in foreign countries and do all the things I've wanted to do because I had never traveled outside of North America at the time. So it was like, oh, you know, scuba dive on the Great Barrier Reef and live like James Bond in Monte, at the Monte Carlo Casino and, you know, go, uh, what else is on there? You know, skydiving, bungee jumping, things like that. However, just like any movie where there's a plot twist or something happens, my game has evolved and changed over the years Whereas over the past year, I actually haven't done a tremendous amount of travel outside of the country. Uh, I, I traveled throughout the United States quite a bit, but due to writing this book and marketing and, and building a team at Nerd Fitness, my game has kind of shifted again. And now a big portion of my game is built around music. So I love music. I've been playing the piano off and on since I was a little kid. And uh, actually, when I started writing my book, I also picked up the violin for because it sounded, it was something I've always wanted to do and thought it would be a fun instrument to try to learn. And it's certainly been challenging, but it's now been about a year and a half. And thanks to the same principles that I follow throughout the book and helping people do things they've always wanted to do while writing the book and running the company, I also learned how to play the violin and I took singing lessons and volunteered and things like that. So from a non-fitness perspective, my goals have changed to incorporating more music into my everyday life because it makes me happy and reminds me that like, hey, I'm alive and today's a pretty good day to, you know, to do things that make you feel alive. And, and then beyond that, my fitness goals have shifted now to more of a, a powerlifting goal between squats and deadlifts and then some gymnastic goals where I actually travel now with Olympic um, gymnastic rings and use those to work on some kind of beginner to intermediate gymnastic moves and and build my life and build my life and fitness goals around those things. So my list of quests and things have changed over the years as I've grown up and moved and and changed how nerd fitness was built. Uh, but I always try to be working on something and and you know make sure I match a if it's a physical physical goal like strength training, it's also matched with a mental goal like playing an instrument or learning a language or something of something like that to keep my mind sharp and and also have some fun at the same time. So, do you get to still do the stuff 
that you loved most about creating nerd fitness now that you have a team of eight and you know you just moved to new york city and you're working on the book and marketing i mean does the the site and the company still get to be as fun as it was in the beginning great question and yes it's changed so when i started traveling as you mentioned earlier we're both big fans of tim ferris when actually i bought the four-hour work week back in 2000 Seven, and I apologize. I don't know if you can hear those sirens outside, but now that I'm in New York, they're here everywhere. <laughs> um, so I bought the Four Hour Work Week, and his book was about traveling and building a business. So I was like, okay, I want to travel and build a business. So I did, and I went on a kind of my own hero's journey and jumped around the world and and learned a lot about myself and what was important to me. Made a video about it. Made a video about it where I exercised around the world, which was quite a bit of fun. So I returned from that adventure a changed person, and I'm not sure if you're familiar with the hero's journey, but it's this concept that every great story in history follows the same path. So, you know, it's uh, a fish out of water, a boy or a girl of ordinary means finds a mentor, there's a call to action, they enter this extraordinary world of intrigue or adventure or whatever, they solve a mystery, they defeat a dragon, they rescue a princess, they rescue themselves, and they return home a changed person. I returned home from my adventure a changed person, and I read Richard Branson's autobiography, and my focus instantly shifted. I went from, oh, I just want to travel and, and have adventures, and business will be kind of a side project. And I saw Richard Branson's autobiography and what he had built, and I realized that I could not only build a business that I was excited about, that also helped a lot of people, but I could combine that with a personal balance of living healthy, adventurously, and doing the things I've always wanted to do. But to you know, quote Steve Jobs, put a dent in the universe as well. So over the past two to three years, I've been kind of changing things up a little bit and putting more of a focus on building the business. And now I get really excited seeing team members succeed or having them work on a project that they get really excited about. Like now it's, it's fun in a different way. I still get to travel. I, I, just got, I spent a week in Portland, Oregon last week and went to Boston to visit family. I was in San Francisco last, um, recently. And uh, I was also in Nashville. So I'm still jumping around. I just, you know, a few months back, I moved to New York City because I wanted to move there. So I still have that freedom to do, explore, learn, uh, have adventures. I'm just also really excited about building something worthwhile, something that is going to be long lasting, that helps a lot of people and also creates some really fun jobs, too. So it's, uh, as, as anything, changing from one type of business to another introduces some new challenges and obstacles that wouldn't have come if I didn't have employees. But it's challenges that I've been really excited to tackle and learn from and grow from. And I think we're really setting nerd fitness up in a way so that it becomes this movement of people helping each other. And it's a company that grows and expands and helps people in a lot of different ways. And this book, I think, is a really unique opportunity for us to introduce the concept of nerd fitness and leveling up your life uh, to a new group of people that would have never found it if if I had only stuck to just writing fitness articles and deciding to never hire people and just focus on traveling personally myself. It's become something far bigger than that and helped way more people. And that makes me most excited. So, I mean, you're kind of the poster child for this theory I have that exercise is kind of like a gateway drug to like an amazing life. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes, I love it. Did you... Because when I think back to my own journey and, you know, becoming an entrepreneur or whatever, writing, blah, 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 whatever it is, I start back and I'm like, well, 
after college, I started working out and then I started becoming more confident. And then, and then, and then all this other stuff happened. And now here I am today. But it seems like it started with exercise. What have you, have you noticed the same thing with everybody in the forums? And I mean, just to give some, everybody some context, there are like hundreds of thousands of people in the nerd fitness community. So with all these people that you get to interact with, have you kind of seen the same effect? Yes, and that's great. I'm reminded of a quote from the aforementioned Richard Branson where somebody had asked him, what's the most important thing an entrepreneur can do to help him or herself in their business? And his response was, work out. And I have seen it time and time and time again. I share 13 really great examples uh, in Level Up Your Life, the book, of people from all walks of life, of all ages, of all ethnicities, social backgrounds, economic backgrounds, of people that have transformed their lives physically. And as a result of that, had them kind of reevaluate other aspects of their lives. So when, let's say, you know, maybe you're 300 pounds and live in your mom's basement and you don't have a job, everything seems like the world, you know, it seems like the entire world is against you and nothing is going right. And to those people, I encourage them to just get started exercising. It might be going for a walk every day. It might be changing, swapping out one soda for a water once a day. Uh, whatever it is, just getting started there and controlling the one thing you have 100% control over, and that's your physical body. Because I have seen, like I said, time and time again, across thousands upon thousands upon thousands of people, that once they start to gain a little bit of confidence and a little bit of momentum from living a better life, they then look at other aspects of their lives, whether it's unhealthy friend relationships or in a job that they, up until that point, had realized was kind of sucking their soul out from them. It's like, well, if I can change my fitness and I now feel better about myself, like, what are some other aspects of my life that I can change too? And it's been really, really fun to watch. And I'm very much the same way in that fitness was the catalyst for me changing my life. And not only that, but I built a, a freaking business around it. And now it's fun to watch people. Get, I get emails from people say like, hey, man, I just wanted to lose 20 pounds and look better. And not only do I look better, but now like I'm running half marathons and I found this great running community and then I started dating somebody in my running community and one of them happened to work this tech company that I wanted to work for forever. So I switched jobs and now I'm working with them or, you know, we have one guy on our site that dropped 200 pounds. He moved to a completely different state, got a new job and I, he actually came to Camp Nerd Fitness this past fall and looked into how he could start travel hacking. So him and his buddy, uh, you know, went to Europe this past year and now they're headed to Southeast Asia We've had some other great success stories and people that have traveled to other parts of the world because they're like, well, now that I'm fit, what are some other things I can do with this new body I've built? Like, oh, I want to try rock climbing or swimming or tango, you know, dancing, martial arts, whatever. I, I truly see fitness as that catalyst, that uh, you know, gateway drug almost to living an improved life. And it's just so much fun to watch happen. So we're painting kind of like the present of nerd fitness and everything that you've done pretty in a really positive light and not to paint it in a negative light but i'm just curious whether <laughs> or not you encounter like personally kind of creative lows what you would consider a creative low these days yeah well i struggle like many other people that are creative with writer's block like anybody else there are certain times especially after trying to write a book and write articles for nerd fitness and run the company and you know, run all the other projects that we're doing and have a life that uh, I got very burned out from writing or there are instances where I was like, man, I just don't have it today. 
And if it was left up to me in those instances, I probably wouldn't have written. And it was like, well, I'm only going to write when I'm inspired to start writing again. And sure enough, a week would go by and I would not be inspired to write at any point in that week. Fortunately, I was then up against a deadline. It was like, okay, we now need an article for this upcoming week because we're all out of reserved articles. I need to write. And even though I didn't want to write, even though I didn't think I had any ideas, and even though I felt like I had written all I needed to write, I forced myself to say, like, you have to write 500 words today. They might be terrible. They might not be anything that you use, but you just have to write. So I would block all time-wasting websites on my computer. I would put a great you know, playlist on Spotify. I would get myself a nice strong cup of coffee and remove every possible distraction and tell myself that I couldn't do anything else until I had written those 500 words. And sure enough, at the end of those 500 words, something would have sparked in my brain or an idea would have popped in or something that pushed me then to write 1,000 words, 1,500, 2,000, whatever it may be. And kind of just like riding a bicycle, I feel like creativity is, is a muscle that needs to be worked on as well. You know, you don't wait until you're inspired to go to the gym. Like you go to the gym and that kind of fuels inspiration and motivation to get back into the next day. So on days when I don't want to work out, like I'm just like, dude, just put on your workout clothes and walk to the gym and you can do one thing and walk out. That's, that's it. And that one thing is like, okay, I can, I can do that. I know I have time for that. And sure enough, once I get started, I'm like, well, I'm already here. I'm already dressed up. Might as well just do the freaking workout. And it, it gets me through it. I'm reminded of this great quote I saw on, I think it was Cura, Q-U-O-R-A. And somebody asked, like, I want to write more or I want to blah, blah, blah. How do I get more motivated? And the response, the best answer I saw was, it was like, screw motivation, cultivate discipline. And I just thought that was so applicable to my life with both fitness and writing. Because if I only wrote when I was inspired, and if I only went to the gym when I was motivated, I never would have written a book. I would probably be 300 pounds, and I would be still sitting around waiting for that stroke of lightning or that stroke of genius to strike me so that I could finally get started. But by cultivating discipline in both writing and fitness, it's kept me in peak physical shape. I now thoroughly enjoy exercise and look forward to see what I can do every time I train. And I truly enjoy writing too. And the more I write, the more I want to write. So I know whenever there's a week that goes by where I haven't written, that first day back is going to be rough, but I have to get myself through it. And that allows me then to write more and write better and improve and, and kind of get back on the writing train too. So how about the site itself or, or the company itself? What are you, I mean, right now you're focused on launching this book, getting as many people as possible to read it, to create characters and, and improve their lives. But in general, what is Nerd Fitness up to next? Who? Uh, world domination, I think, is the next big one. <laughs> now, you know, I'm slowly building this army of super intelligent, incredibly fit, and now, thanks to the book, adventurous, world traveling, and not, not necessarily fearless, but able to cope with the fear of the unknown, uh, which I think just allows us to then take over the world in a, in a nice, fun way. But, but seriously, I, I think this Level Up Your Life is such a great companion to nerd fitness. Although Level Up Your Life is more of a personal development book, and nerd fitness is obviously more of a health and fitness website, I think the two go hand in hand. And it's setting us up in a way so that people can create a character through levelupyourlife.com, and that character 
will tie into this overall nerd fitness universe that we're building. You know, you create this character and you start leveling him up, him or her up uh, based on the types of quests and adventures you'd like to have. But if you're also interested in leveling up your life in a physical or healthy way, uh, we have some courses that tie into this character that you've created as well, specifically the Nerd Fitness Academy, which is our kind of the first six months of your fitness journey with workout plans and diet advice and actual quests there as well that you can complete to level up your character. And then we have Nerd Fitness Yoga to help you improve mobility, flexibility, kind of help combat the years upon years people have spent hunched over laptops and in cubicles. So uh, after those two things, you know, we're gearing up for Camp Nerd Fitness, which happens again this upcoming fall in September of 2016. So later on this year, we're going to identify some other opportunities, I think, to reach out to the nerd fitness community and find out what other things we can build for them. And so we already have yoga and we have this workout training. But like, what are some other things they might be interested in, be it cooking or running or maybe it is a personal development course? And identify the biggest pain points that we haven't yet solved for our community and then work very hard on building those things and working with the people that pick them up to build the best possible uh, build the best possible experiences it's like i said at this point it's been like seven and a half or eight years since starting nerd fitness and it's been so much fun to watch but i know that we're just barely scratching the surface i think with what's possible and what this community is capable of it's so much fun to be just a small part of it now. You know, when I started, it was just Steve and a blog and I answered all the questions and I responded to everything and did everything. Now that we have a team of people helping and we have a community of people that are empowered to help each other, as far as I'm concerned, like the sky, well, I'm going to say the sky is the limit, but that's not nerdy enough because so much of nerd culture takes place in outer space. Uh, maybe like outer space is the limit. I don't know. I don't know when we'll get a nerd fitness colony on Mars, but uh, as soon as that opens, I'll let you know. You should talk to Elon Musk about that. <laughs> I would love to talk to Elon Musk about that. <laughs> so what about, what about for you, Steve? Uh, are you going to go back to the, the bucket list anytime soon? Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. Uh, what, what I'm going to do after this book comes out, you know, now that, now that this book is out and after I get through these first few weeks of, of promoting the book, uh, I'm going to identify an adventure now that I live in New York and it's kind of cold and uh, weather is not spectacularly here in the months of January and February. I'm going to take a vacation, read through a few books, and identify an adventure, probably someplace tropical, uh, maybe Central America, where I can do go, surf, go surfing for a week or head down to, who knows, Fiji or somewhere 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 remote and do something fun and and kind of disconnect for a little bit because, like any project of this size and nature, it's been enjoyable, but also a little exhausting <laughs> in the uh, number of interviews and, and things written and people talked to and things that have planned. So I'm excited now that this book is out and you know, it's really consumed my life for the past two years uh, to, to get back out there and do that. And then honestly, like I truly enjoyed the book writing process. Like I'm probably going to write another one. So I've got some ideas kicking around in my head and would like the opportunity to explore something else that I'm really excited about and, and get back at it. Cause uh, I don't know, I, I feel like I'm doing things that I'm meant to do and helping people in a way that is exciting to me and just want to continue down that path too. So one last question for you, you mentioned it being very exhausting and I, and I find that that's been my experience as well when you're working on something pretty big. If you could go back uh, a few months 
what would you do to kind of, I guess, maintain your energy levels, stress, whatever it is that you felt while, you know, promoting and talking and, and pushing this book? What would you go back and do to kind of maintain a more steady pace? Sure. Well, you know, I, th I think exhaustion is certainly comes with the territory. I'm not saying I'm truly burned out and I'm fortunate enough. There's sirens behind you. I don't know. <laughs> they're coming for me. It's so funny. Like I, I live in this great part of New York City, but it also, uh, and, and I'm quite high up, but even, even still, there's always something happening here and there. Either that or like they wait until I, I'm doing an interview and then they, they time their drive-bys at that exact moment. They're so good. They're, they're good. They, they're, they're really talented. So yeah, the two things that I've done that have been most helpful for me personally in combating this exhaustion is one, continuing to make working out a priority. So even though I've done tons of interviews and book stuff, I have really focused on continuing to make exercise something that I do four days a week. And it's at the same time every Monday, uh, Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Saturday. And those might get shifted, shifted around slightly if I'm traveling, but it's like they're in my calendar and I get them done and there's no, like there's, there's no excuses. But that's just what has to happen. It must be really cool to work in your fitness and be like, listen, I got to go, guys. I'm going to work out. You cannot fight me on this. <laughs> this is part of the job. Yes, it's, it's very true. And I have to remind myself because there's, there's always work to be done. And it was like, hey, I have to get this work done. And I have to get this workout done because I know that workout translates to improved work, improved efficiency, happiness, healthiness, et cetera, et cetera. So like working out is part of my day job description as far as I'm concerned. In addition to working out, I back in, I think it was August or September of this past year, finally cracked the code and have uh, been meditating every morning for 15 minutes. And that's something that I had tried to do off and on for three, four years maybe. Finally used a, an app called Headspace, and I think it's headspace.com, H-E-A-D-S-P-A-C-E, -E, to go through a guided meditation every morning. So I wake up early, I sit down on my couch or sit down on the floor on a pillow, and I'll meditate for 15 minutes. And that kind of helps remind me that like, hey, today's, like I said, today's a great day. And to do something every day that reminds me to stay uh, sane and, and something that connects me with the idea that I'm alive and many people would, would give anything for that opportunity again. So between meditation, exercise, and finding a way to play any sort of music for 15 minutes a day, like right now I'm in my apartment in New York, um, I, have, I have a guitar sitting next to me, my piano's on the wall behind me, and I have a violin sitting on the other side of my, my desk. So like I have music staring at me all day long as a subtle reminder to, to play music. So between playing music, exercising, and meditating, uh, although I'm exhausted, I've made all three of those things non-negotiable, which has then forced me to become way more efficient with my time, energy, and effort so that I don't go crazy uh, leading up to this book launch and understanding like, yeah, that I probably could have done more interviews. I could have traveled to more places. I could have said yes to more opportunities, but then I wouldn't have been practicing what I was preaching throughout this book, which is like, hey, finding finding balance and happiness and focusing on growth and not really being defined only by your job and only seeking escape in a video game or at the bottom of a beer bottle, which unfortunately many people do. For me, it was like I found a good balance between the fun, the health, the happiness, and making an impact. And, and although, I am ex although I'm a little tired, 
uh, it's nothing compared to what it could have been had I not made those other things a priority. Very cool. And you can't forget the hot dogs. Balance <laughs> with the hot dogs. No, no I mean, I, I can't, honestly, I can't tell you the last time I had a hot dog. Years. I mean, you know, I'll, I'll like eat, like July pizza. 2013 World Domination Summit. No, I'm kidding. It so might there we go. And it was dog. July. <laughs> if I was actually eating a hot dog, which I don't remember, uh, it was then. That was but a good since day. then, it might be pizza. You know, and occasionally, like I said, I'll have a slice of pizza or you know a plate of chicken parmesan or whatever it may be, and and be okay with it. But um, sure. I, I I try to eat very well. And knowing that that ties into my health, which then ties into my productivity, which ties into my happiness, which ties into this book and, and how I live my life. Don't, don't make me feel bad about all the cake I've been eating, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> I, I certainly won't. I have a toddler. We go to birthday parties a ton. There is birthday cake, and it is awesome. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, but thank you so much for being on the show. It's oh, been great so talking to you. You heard it, folks. I hope you enjoyed that conversation with Steve, founder of website Nerd Fitness and author of the new book, Level Up Your Life. By the way, you can find links to everything we mentioned throughout the show and also all of Steve's projects and his book over at www.process.show. Thanks so much for tuning in. If you enjoyed my talk with Steve, let me know. I'm Marcinator over on Twitter. I'll be back next Friday with the next episode of Process and more on managing the ups and downs of creating and making. I'm Marcela, your host, and this was Process. Process.